Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. All right, those were just some of your views. Thanks for those WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. You can keep sending them throughout uh, the show. Let me welcome onto the show this morning a successful TikTok entrepreneur. He makes a living by posting videos on TikTok. Uh, that's a social media platform, if you are not aware. He's, attend- he's attracted the attention of some large media corp- corporations, including Netflix, where he features in some of their adverts. Lemmy Loco is a TikTok content creator. Good morning to you, Lemmy, and welcome to the show. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Firstly, um, for the benefit of maybe myself to a certain degree, but also some of our listeners and audience, tell us a bit more about TikTok and this platform. What is it really for? Um, so it's just a platform where it's given, uh, it is given pretty much a stage for content creators like myself where we can like freely just create some content and basically just share it with the world. Um, I think the wonderful thing about TikTok is that the algorithm kind of like um, allows us to, to, to appear on people who are in different countries, you know, appear mm. in, in timelines for people who are not even in the same country, thus making it a lot more possible for us to be visible in other, in other countries. Now, part of, I mean, most of the videos that one sees on TikTok are very short videos. You're not necessarily going to watch an hour-long video of entertainment on TikTok. That means that when you're putting it together, you have to have a pretty good idea of what it is you want to do and how you want to execute. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's also the beauty behind um, platforms like TikTok because, your content pretty much has to be a little well thought through um, if you really want to grab the attention of the end user. So it, it kind of keeps us on our toes when we create this content. Talk to me about how you first got into the space. And, and let's just remind ourselves that before TikTok, we've had so many different social media platforms, the likes of Facebook, the likes of Instagram, um, and what made TikTok in particular different for you and your preferred platform in terms of the work that you're doing? Um, so how I got onto the platform is actually a bit of a funny story because I actually resigned from my nine to five job and mm. uh, to pursue a career in DJing. And because I had so much time on my hands uh, throughout the day, because I was literally doing nothing in the day, I just decided to start uh, creating content and because you know TikTok was such a sensation and um, a lot of people it caught a lot of people's attention because of like how short the videos are mm. and how broad it is mm. you really see content from people around the world um, I was fortunate enough to kind of like be one of those uh, one of those creators who caught people's attention and it kind of just snowballed from there people ask themselves how can one make money 
from recording short videos that are entertaining. Sometimes it's it's comedy, sometimes it's da- dancing or whatever the case might be. But it can all be quite silly in a very enjoyable way. So how mm-hmm. does having fun <laughs> make you <laughs> money? Because that's all you have to do, Lemiloko. You just have to have fun. You record yourself having fun. You share it with the rest of the world. And suddenly you are the one uh, that's laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> it's so true. Um, I think it's, it's it's got something to do with, you know, a little bit of discipline, a little bit of passion. Because mm. the thing with platforms like, like TikTok is that you really have to be consistent is, is one of the key ingredients in it. You really have to be consistent because there's a lot of creators out there who are constantly putting up content. So it's, it's, um, it's so easy to fall into the shadows. So consistency is like one of the, the key ingredients. And, you know, they've got, they've got these things called creator funds with these platforms. So it's easy to kind of like monetize your content. The, the challenge, though, is that in some countries, the creator funds are not live, like South Africa. The, so you can't necessarily make money off the platform itself, but then it then becomes like such a, such a perfect platform to kind of like display your, your, your creative finesse, if I may say. Mm. So that's where you catch the attention of brands, you get the attention of like the audience at large, and then ultimately that then translates into, into business. You know, you get these campaigns from brands and you start earning a living like that. We're going to continue our conversation with Lemmy Loco. He is a TikTok content creator and he is the subject of our SMME talk for today. So we're going to find out a little bit more about the money-making aspect. So how do you turn content creation into an actual business? He'll tell us about uh, what he's been able to do for himself. You're live on The Talking Point. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on The Talking Point. We're in conversation with Lemi Loco. He's a TikTok content creator. Lemi, you've spoken about the kind of consistency that is needed in order to have a successful career as a, a content creator on a social media platform. What does that mean? Does it mean that you have to be posting something new every five hours so that whenever people are logging on, they can find your videos on their feed? Yes, well, five hours would be a little extreme, <laughs> but uh, it's something like that. So I would, I, I personally post videos every single week uh, because I'd like to keep like a healthy balance between people wanting to see my content again and um, and just being consistent, being in their faces all the time. But that's absolutely it, Kathy. I think uh, it's more about being very visible, and that means posting videos either to, you know, either once a week or e- some people even do it once a day. But it's all about the frequency of, uh, of posting your videos. And how does it move from just being the posting to you actually making money from it? Because, yes, it, it, it gives you that exposure and puts you out there. Are you the one that has to go knocking? on the doors of brands that you would possibly like to work with and say, hi, this is who I am. Um, Please trust me to run your campaign or be the face of your campaign. Or do you wait for brands to come to you? 
I would absolutely advise creators out there to go knocking on doors because that's been part of my formula as well. Because um, once you've created this huge following and you've got these numbers, you know, because you reach about anything between 300,000 to like a million views on like one video. Once you've created this huge following and, and these, these sort of beautiful numbers as far as analytics are concerned, it's easy for you to now pitch to brands because mm-hmm. remember being a content creator means like you're just bursting of ideas that you, you think would be fitting for certain brands. And I think brands have kind of like bought into this creator lifestyle because we understand uh, we're sort of like on the ground when it comes to their market, to their target market. So we understand the market as a consumer and know how to appeal to it on behalf of the brand. So it's absolutely important to also start knocking on doors and sort of pitching these ideas to 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 the brand. What they then do when they when if they're interested in you in your idea, they'll just get like their team, you know, their marketing team and mm. their like copywriters to kind of like fine tune your idea and turn it into something like an advert or an online campaign. So I don't think in this day and age we can afford to just sit back and wait for brands to, you know, offer us work. It's also important to kind of like pitch these ideas, um, especially as a content creator, because you've got all of these ideas that we're putting out for free on platforms where we could actually be monetizing these ideas in the form of, of, of campaigns and ads for brands. Is it the best people, so is it the best content creators that at the end of the day end up being able to form relationships with um, strategic business relationships? Or is it those that are that are actually quite active about pursuing these uh, you know, businesses when it comes to the work that they're doing? I think it, it, it's got it's got everything to do with the relationships, to be quite honest, Kathy, because um, you know, it's easy to do. Brands easily pick up on whoever's trending, right? But it's not necessarily the people who are trending who might understand the business side of how the how the brand wants to appeal to the target market. So the relationship is extremely important because you're able to not only, you know, monetize your work with the brand, but also understand as an entrepreneur, as a content creator, how you can sort of like um, align your brand and align your ideas with uh, with what corporate brands are looking for in terms of reaching their target market. So it's got a lot to do with, with the content creators that understand how relationships works with brand because it's easy to be picked by a brand for one single campaign and they never work with you again. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you build the relationships, they, you know, you kind of network with that a particular brand and ultimately with other brands as well because they understand that you know you're you're quite lucrative when it comes to them reaching their target market and also just kind of like um appealing to the to to the audience on behalf of the brand Lemmy, we've got a lot of young people, especially today, who would like to make a career out of being on TikTok, out of being on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, whichever um, media platform it is. And, and, And hearing you speak, you make it sound quite easy but I imagine that it's not as easy as as it sounds and you know I I can also uh, think about the parents who've had to 
you know, have their children sit them down and say, Mom, I want to be a content creator. That is my future. And they have no idea what these kids are going on about. And yeah. yet at the same time, you take a look at this this person's social media following. They're sitting at, you know, maybe 500 followers and... Um, you know, how 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 do you move from from that stage? I think. And, I think and, and sorry, sorry to come in there, Lemmy, and and perhaps speak yeah. to me about your your own experience, perhaps even with you know with your own family, uh, and having to explain to them what you actually do for a living. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think um, I was fortunate enough to have. Um, I was raised by by a single father, and I think. I was fortunate enough for him to be very open-minded when it comes to, you know, whatever it is he didn't personally understand. But I understand that a lot of uh, a lot of people might not be in that position. But there is, you know, there is a culture of being drawn into like funny videos at whatever age you are, and you know, it's always it's always important to kind of like educate your parents um, in 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 the very simplest way possible in, you know, how these funny videos can then turn into income. Because, you know, parents, especially if there's like a huge age gap between the parents and the child, uh, they might not be very in, in tune with like, you know, these platforms and how these platforms can be monetized. So it's always, it's always important as the person who's pursuing the career to kind of like be patient with explaining to, uh, you know, your parents how, these things work and how they can be monetized because the more you have the conversation i think the easier it then becomes for them to understand uh that this is not just you wasting time in front of a ring light and a phone but it's actually just building towards something that could uh ultimately turn into a career it's never it's it's, a, it's always a lot easier said than done but it's it's always needed to always have the conversation and be open about what you do and you know when you get these these uh, these numbers, and then you get these emails from like small brands or big brands or whatever. Mm. Share that information with your parents so that they can see how lucrative this can become for you. Because the support that you get from home is always going to be important mm. with any business, for that matter. Um, you know, it's always important to get that support from home because it then gives you that drive to always just kind of do um, better by the day. Mm. So, so if I'm hearing you correctly, Lemmy, what you're saying is that people shouldn't just look at it as, okay, let me just whip up whip up my phone and, and record, but that there is a science to it, there's a planning to it. And if you're able to get some of those elements right, then you've got the recipe for what can be, you know, uh, a good success in terms of getting the number of views that you want on a video. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, with these platforms, um, there's always information made available to us with things like what's the perfect time to uh, to post a video because this is when people are most active on that platform. You know, understanding the analytics behind your, your TikTok or your Instagram is always very important as a creator because you then get to understand who you appeal to and what brands you can work with. For example, I've got um, more female followers than I do male followers. And Mm. I didn't understand why I wasn't getting 
brands like, you know, uh, male cosmetic brands that want to collaborate with me. But it was because of that reason. The brand felt like, you know, if I've got more female followers, then, you know, I, I don't appeal to the the right number of audience that, that they would like me to appeal to. Mm. But then, you know, somebody who would want a brand that would want to appeal to female followers would be interested in collaborating with me. So all of those things you would need to understand as a content creator. There's definitely a science behind it in terms of understanding how the platform works, when you should be posting your videos, when you, you when or how often you should be engaging with your audience. And, you know, it's not just about, let me stand in front of the phone and make a funny video, let me post it, and I hope it'll go viral. You need to understand when to post it. You need to understand uh, as your numbers grow, who are you appealing to the most age-wise, demographic-wise, um, and a lot of other things. And I All think right. it's always important to always be, um, you know, open to learning about what you are doing. Let me very briefly, you say it's lucrative. Exactly how lucrative is this profession? Um, it, well, in our country, you know, because we don't have those creative funds where you can make money directly off of the views that you get off the platform, mm. it's always just about appealing to the brand. And I, uh, to be quite honest, it is very, very lucrative. I mean, uh, myself, I'm making a living off of this. I'd, I don't have any other job than content creating. Uh, so it is very lucrative. And it, it's also just understanding how to charge for what kind of campaign. So you could definitely make a living off of content creation. Okay, Lemi Loco is a TikTok content creator. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Our feature for the SMME talk, Nomsam Tluli. If you and I, a runner of options, if you and I have, uh, you know, different things to consider, maybe content creation is one of it. My dancing skills are horrible, but I'm sure I can learn. I'm not sure about you, Nomsa. Good morning.